Hey guys, quick note before today's episode. We got some great feedback from a listener recently and we wanted to share an update. For those of you who are less comfortable with social media or Instagram in particular, we've added a link directly into our episode descriptions so that you can find the photos from that leg of the journey with a click. Say you're listening to episode three, The Badlands. Open up the episode, hit play, and then click the purple link at the bottom of the episode description. The Badlands post from our Instagram page will open automatically so you don't have to hunt for the pictures while you listen. We hope this makes our podcast more accessible and easier to use. As always, thanks for joining us in the getaway car. Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the getaway car. Hello. Welcome back, friends. This is another episode of The Getaway Car. All right, guys. So buckle up because we are about to talk about our favorite city possibly of all time. One one of the top three for sure. Yeah. This might be my personal favorite and we've been to a lot of other cities at this point. So we are arriving in New Orleans, Louisiana. Hell yeah. It's the best. It's so good. I think I'll lead with it's the best food city I've ever been to. Yeah. Hands down. I think that's the number one thing I talk about when people are like, oh, you've been to New Orleans. What's it like? And I'm like, well, the food's amazing. Yeah. It's the first thing out of my mouth because literally everything we ate the entire time we were in the city was so good. Like memorably good. And there's music everywhere, which is also a huge plus. Jazz musicians on the streets and... All kinds of nonsense. It's great. So New Orleans is this like amazing, quirky, very musically inclined city. It's got this great like old timey feel to it. Mm -hmm. It's very charming. It's very just like you just kind of like fall in love with it. You're like, oh, this is so great. So God, the first I think we arrived there like midday the first day. Mm-hmm. And we did all of the stereotypical touristy things, mm-hmm. which we highly recommend. I know yes, there's, I, was I say, know, as you should. I know there's a lot more to New Orleans than the touristy areas, but it's a great place to start. So we went to the French Quarter, and we hit a lot of the like high points of traditional New Orleans stay. And the French Quarter is so beautiful. It really is. There's so many like beautiful buildings. Almost all of the buildings have like these gorgeous like two-story open air porches looking out over the street. And I think they're built that way just because it's so hot there and you know when they were built air conditioning wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So people needed like an outside room they could escape to on just to like get out of their like stuffy houses. But they're all like they have these like beautiful like ironwork and these gorgeous like railings and everybody's got like plants hanging. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's a really beautiful, like, streetscape to look down the street at pretty much anywhere in the French Quarter. Yeah, you just look at every house and you're like, I want to live there. And then you see the next one, you're like, I want to live there. Yeah. They're all so pretty. And I'm sure that actually living there is no picnic because they're constantly bombarded by tourists. Tra- like us. Traipsing through, yeah. <laughs> and um, taking pictures. and But they are really, really beautiful buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're any kind of history buff or architecture buff like New Orleans, you will absolutely fall in love. Yeah. So yeah, we wandered around. We went to uh, Jackson Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackson Square is this big, gorgeous park, like right in the middle of the French Quarter. 
so we wandered around there they have a lot of like you know artists there with like selling their stuff around the edges of the park um you can get like paintings you can get like cds from different musicians yeah there's a lot of that um, there's a lot of like little crafty stalls and stuff so we just wandered and like soaked it all in yeah you can like watch artists do a painting live which is really cool too because it's not just like here's all the paintings i've done it's like here's paintings i've done and i'm painting one and that you can just like stand there and watch someone do it which is really cool yeah and you can like see the techniques they use and if you like happen to fall in love with the one they're working on you can just be like hey can i come back later and get that one mm -hmm. um, which is cool it's almost like when you watch like a diy video on youtube though because you watch it and you're like oh that looks so easy i could do that and then yeah. if you actually tried it it would be a disaster yeah because they just make it look so easy but it's it's incredible it is really cool too to like see how they do some stuff where you're like oh how on earth would they get that effect and then you watch them do it in person you're like whoa mm -hmm. all right yeah one of my friends went there once and brought home this little painting that she got from a street vendor and it's, it's one that I've always really loved and when we went I looked to see if that same vendor was there because I wanted to get one in a similar style but I couldn't find it so Aww. that was sad we just wandered we took pictures of everything like there's not a single thing in the French Quarter that's not photogenic and beautiful yeah it really is one of those places just stand anywhere and point your camera at anything and it's gorgeous yeah it's a really really beautiful place we wandered along Canal Street which is right along the canal as you probably <laughs> could have guessed we got dinner at crescent city brew house highly recommend yes it was amazing one of the meals that i remember most we have a picture of it which we'll post on our instagram at getaway car pod that's one of the meals that i remember most because like the it was such amazing food but it's also like so beautifully presented they like make artwork out of your food it's so pretty yeah I and mean, from the outside i don't remember the building being like particularly impressive like there were i think we just stumbled across it Oh, your dog is making us. <laughs> my my puppy has decided to chime in. Hey, sweetie. But yeah, it, like the outside of the restaurant wasn't anything super crazy that or fancy that I remember, but we went in there and it was so worth it. Yes, absolutely. I, I don't feel like, I mean, I'm sure you can, but I don't feel like you can go wrong getting food in New Orleans, to be honest. Yeah. Everyone just makes such amazing food. Say we had 100% success rate with great food there, yeah. so it's hard to go wrong. Our first day there, the weather was perfect, which was amazing mm -hmm. i feel like we have to mention bourbon street absolutely bourbon street is a trip in daytime man bourbon street is a trip no matter when i mean you for go. sure yeah i just mean like bourbon street is like kind of what you expect when it's like nighttime because it's all like lit up and there's people walking around with booze and you know it's just there's music coming out of every single doorway and people in all kinds of crazy costumes and all kinds yeah. of stuff um yeah new orleans has an open container policy which mm -hmm. didn't realize till we got there it's interesting to just like grab a beer and then walk away with it and yeah you can just like wander. stroll down the street with it it's very strange um so a lot of the restaurants have like promotional glasses or promotional like glass cups and some of them are like a foot and a half tall yeah and it's free advertising man right and so everyone just like walks around on the street with these enormous like contraptions filled with booze and everyone's just kind of okay with it yeah it's very bizarre yeah it's so ingrained not to like bring alcohol out in public and in new orleans it's completely normal yeah so yeah bourbon street as you can probably guess is filled with tourists like ourselves yes most of them are drunk we were not no. um so to observe Lots and lots of drunk people wandering around Bourbon Street um, in the middle of a brightly lit sunny day. Yes. was a little unsettling. Yeah, it was like kind I mean. of an out-of-body experience. Yeah, it's almost like you're like, it should be nighttime for all of this to be happening, but it isn't. It's Bourbon Street, so it's like that kind of 24-7, and it's yep. very strange. Yeah, it's like people are there on vacation, and they're like, well, I'm day drinking at yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah. And you can't stop me. Yeah, like, I think the only nope. time it's quiet is like maybe 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> After everyone's gone home for the night, but nobody has like gotten up the next morning yet. Yep. So Bourbon Street, 
as you may not have guessed, um, smells pretty perpetually like vomit and pee mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because of all the drunk people. Yeah, 100%. Um, and we actually were there super early. We were awake super early one morning, and we saw, like, one of the street sweepers go by, but it's not a street sweeper. It's, like, a street... It's a hose. ...washer. Yeah. And they literally, like, power wash the sidewalks and, like, spray them down with, like, this foamy soap and mm-hmm. then, like, spray them down and rinse them off because that's how disgusting and grody the streets <laughs> around Bourbon Street get. Not somewhere you should be barefoot, I think. <laughs> Definitely not. Not barefoot under any circumstances. I'm the barefoot like, queen and I would not put my bare feet down on that street. Yeah, but it was it was a little jarring. Like, oh my god, this is how bad it smells after it's getting cleaned every <laughs> single day. Yeah, it's impressive, really. So that was an experience. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It's definitely, like, a party atmosphere. It's a good, like, if you're going there to, like, cut loose and have a good time, like, bachelor party, bachelorette party kind yeah. of feel. Yeah, even if you just, like, if you really are just, like, on vacation, you're like, I just want to, like, get a drink and wander around and be chill. It's also a good place to do that because nobody yeah. cares what you're doing. Right. That's Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the French Quarter is a little, a little more respectable. Yeah. Um, but it's it, a little it, more tidy and neat and historic. Yeah. But there's a lot of cool stuff. Like, the French Quarter is a really cool mix of restaurants and shops and, like, tiny music venues and really old, like, churches and historic buildings. And mm-hmm. it's a really, really cool area. There's a bunch of random shops that you kind of want to, like, wander through. Even if you don't buy anything, it's just fun to, like walk around and see them all because there's all kinds of stuff all in a pretty small geographic area. No, Honestly, there's so many places in the French Quarter that either were recommended to us or that we could recommend to others. We didn't have time to go to all of the recommended places because we just... I wish we did, but a lot of them were restaurants and there's only so many meals you can eat. (laughs) Yeah, um, go on an empty stomach for sure because you're going to want to eat everything Yes, all the time. I do remember we took a picture outside the Court of Two Sisters because we were like, oh, Two Sisters, like that's us. Yep. But um, I think they're one of the places that has, like, a really epically amazing brunch or something. Oh, nice. See? Next time we go back. back. I know. So we'll have to try that. But we didn't have time this time around. So we have the the lovely picture outside of the building and then didn't actually go in. Yeah. Well, we had to get a picture with the sign. It's too cute not to. Yeah. There's, like, a ton of parks and stuff, too, that are just kind of interspersed with, Mm -hmm. um, like, the city blocks and whatnot. Um, And there's musicians everywhere, like on every street corner, in every park. Like you can sit pretty much anywhere on any bench and hear great music for hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, It's everywhere all the time. Which is really great. We loved that. It's the best. It's so relaxing because it just makes you feel like you're on vacation all the time. Yeah. Like you're just kind of walking around and you're like, this is chill. It's like the soundtrack to your enjoyment. Yeah, I'm full and there's music playing and the sun is out and it's just nice. Yeah. So we had a couple things like on our to-do list that we got out of our Thousand Places to to Go Before You Die book. You know, obviously the book mentions like Mardi Gras and the New Orleans Jazz Festival um, because those are huge events for Mm -hmm. New Orleans. Um, We weren't there for either of those I would love to go someday, though. It's on my list. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so the French Quarter is definitely in there. So I'll just read the little blurb. Uh, New Orleans is a fascinating city of contradictions, a sultry melting pot of indigenous French, Spanish, Creole, and Southern styles that perfectly blends decadence and elegance, old Southern conservatism and rowdy debauchery, extroversion (laughs) and sleepiness, gentility and tawdriness. Yeah, I think that's... Pretty yeah. accurate. I was going to say, there's a lot of different elements to New Orleans. Yeah, it's tough um, to like pin it down with one adjective, I think. There's just yeah. so much going on and so so such dichotomous things at all at the same time that it's like... Yeah, there's it, definitely... It is like, all those things. Yeah, there's definitely like 
some old southern money mm-hmm. for sure but then there's also stuff like you know the there's pirate rabble rousers yeah like the <laughs> museum or something yeah. and like they've got like ghost tours and they've got like voodoo shops and mm-hmm. they've got all kinds of like crazy things that you would never see side by side at pretty much anywhere else <laughs> you've seen princess and the frog that's what it makes me think of now that i've seen that movie i haven't seen it. i heard it's really oh good, you yeah. should yeah there's a, a great like voodoo villain it's yeah. awesome so yeah so that is that's a little description of the french quarter and then the other part that we referenced a lot <laughs> is the entry about the new orleans restaurant scene um so that's where we got some of our recommendations so yeah, like Commander's Palace is supposed to be amazing. Uh, Galatoire's is like a really upscale restaurant on Bourbon Street that's supposed to be really good. And then one that we actually got a chance to go to, this was our second day in New Orleans. We went to Acme Oyster House, which was the best. So good. Um, we got Po' Boys. Yeah. Which I had never heard of until that trip, I think. Yeah. And I oh, wait, we got to like... back up. We missed some stuff from day one. So day one, oh, we wanted to go to Preservation Hall, which is a super famous like jazz haven i guess for all of these amazing artists and we didn't end up going um we didn't realize until we got there that it was cash only and we did not have cash so bear in mind when you're going to some places look that that part up ahead of time and make sure you have the proper currency because that yes. was a letdown we, we tried to go there we failed unfortunately we went back to our hostel our hostel was in the garden district of new orleans um, which is like a kind of an entirely separate thing from the french quarter although they are close yeah and the garden district is just like street after street house after house of these like beautiful new orleans southern mini mansions i would yeah. say like they're just so think like the wrought iron extravagant and, like, and beautiful elegant and yeah it's like i don't know like pride and prejudice where they have those beautiful like manicured gardens that people just sit out and read a book against a tree like that kind of old cultivated gardens out in everyone's yard yeah and it's just like you go through and like there's little signs and it's like you know you go down the street and it's like this celebrity lives here and Mm -hmm. this celebrity lives here and like you just go through and you're like oh my god all of like the rich people of the world must have (laughs) summer homes in new orleans because this is a lot of celebrities in a very small geographic area i feel like if i was rich i might have a summer home in new orleans I feel like even if I wasn't, I would want. I, I literally would go live in New Orleans in a heartbeat. Right. I loved it, <laughs> especially because of the food. So, um, yeah. Now we can go back to day I two. I get so fat. So, <laughs> day two, we decided we had to go to Cafe Du Monde, which is this like right on the the corner of the French Quarter, mm-hmm. and it's like this iconic beignets restaurant and yeah. i think that's all they serve is like beignets and like so, the, yeah. the chicory is it chicory coffee chicory coffee yeah and that's all they have like that's the only thing on the menu yep. you go there for beignets and coffee and i think they have orange juice yeah <laughs> i think you're right i think that's the only other thing and that's it because they know what they do well and they just crank out beignets yep and it's so, the best so we went and like we got there before the rush but when it's rush time at cafe du monde like you can't even see the counter because they're like six, seven, eight people deep all mm-hmm. the way the length of the counter. It's like a crazy wait to even get up to the counter to order. You put your order in and then like you have to like hover over people to steal a table. <laughs> if you can steal a table. Yeah. But there's a lot of people like standing around crouched over their wax paper like trying to eat things yeah. <laughs> covered in powdered sugar and trying not to make a huge mess of themselves. There's basically powdered sugar flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lost cause. Just don't wear black. Don't wear any color other than, I guess, white. Just and accept that you're going to have powdered sugar on you. Just yeah, own it. Be like, yeah, the safer I went to Cafe du Monde. What, what about it? And, I mean, you know, anybody in that geographic area is probably also going to be covered in powdered sugar, so you'll be in good company. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a good way to start the morning. You know, sugar overload. Yeah. You know, like I do. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want fried dough for breakfast? It's the best. So good. 
We had a lovely, again, silent <laughs> morning at Cafe Dumont. And it was the best. I think I did try the chicory coffee. I definitely didn't. I don't remember no, what. I, de- like I definitely it? have, but I don't remember if it was on this trip or when I went separately with a friend of mine like a year or two later. But I, I think it was like, I tasted it and I was like, it just tastes like weird coffee. Like I didn't taste it and be like, oh, that's gross. But I also didn't taste it and be like, this is the greatest thing ever. I yeah. need this every day. I just I tasted need, it. I and I was like, home with me. yeah, I think I drank it. I drank the whole cup and I was like, that's some good. Like yeah. I've tried it now. Check it off the list. Fair. But if you're into chicory, you know. Give it a go. Go for it. Day two, we didn't do as much because it was pouring. <laughs> um, so we, we hit out of Cafe du Monde, like, kind of hoping that it would clear up. But since people are desperately searching for tables, you can't hang out there for too long or people will give you dirty looks and yes. chase you out of there. People just kind of start glaring at you in that very, like, passive-aggressive way of, like, um, I can see that your plate is empty. Yeah. Uh, please. My plate is full. <laughs> we ended up just running around in the rain. Like, we ran from, like underneath a balcony to like run to the next balcony yeah there are a lot of balconies because i remember like i mean we got it was raining so hard because in the pictures we have we were completely soaked through yeah so it was raining very hard but we were actually able to run from like underneath balconies most Mm -hmm. of the way because there are balconies everywhere yeah thankfully i did have my raincoat for for this day so (laughs) stayed marginally drier I think we had parked the car. Real, we'd learned our lesson by this point. We parked the car yes. really close to where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, even though parking in the French Quarter is insanely expensive, we couldn't leave it overnight. Or we couldn't leave it at the hostel where we stayed because we yeah. would be checked out. We also have learned our lesson not to park so far away. So even though it was more expensive, we were like, it's worth it to have the car right there. Yeah. So yeah, we just killed time and like ran around and like took some goofy pictures and like mm-hmm. just explored the side streets and everything. Soaked it all in because we were like, I never, ever want to leave. Yeah. And then we got in line for Acme Oyster House, which we had pulled, like I said, from the book. And we were the first people in line. They hadn't even opened yet. Yeah. But we were like, we have to leave by, like, midday in order to stay on track. Yeah. And we want one more meal in New Orleans. We are not leaving without it. Fit in as many meals in New Orleans as you possibly can. Yeah. Just just eat, like, starting from the very first second you get there. <laughs> and just continuously, like, eat until you leave. If your plate is empty, get more food. Yeah. Don't go to New Orleans if you're on a diet. And if you're on a diet, suspend it for the time you're in New Orleans. Yeah. Because just... It's Otherwise, a, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, it's just a mean thing to do to yourself, to be honest. Yeah. We waited in line. They finally opened. I think we were... I think we were, like, the first people in the door. But yeah. by the time they actually opened, I think we were there for, like, 20, 30 minutes waiting in line. I think there were probably a good 30 people in yeah, line behind us. when we left, there was a huge line. Yeah. And then, yeah, the whole time we were eating, I think the restaurant was at capacity and they... Like, had a line of people outside waiting to get into. It's worth it. I'll just say that. Like, the people people wait in line for that restaurant for a reason. Yeah. Um, and like you said, we, we had a, a po' boy that was amazing. And I forgot what else we got. But, like, we walked out of there being like, oh, my God, I want to eat every meal here for the rest <laughs> of my life. I just want to live here and exist in this music and food and amazing place. I get so fat. Yeah, I would literally do nothing but eat all day. <laughs> yep. <Be> terrible. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that was... That was New Orleans. It was fantastic and amazing and definitely one of my favorite cities I've ever been to. Yeah, highly recommend. In fact, when our parents, like several years later, asked uh, you to plan a trip for for them, you were like, I'm going to send you to New Orleans because I think you'll love it. I did. And I literally, I took a list of places that we had been and loved, a list of places that like other people have recommended to us. I pulled a bunch of stuff from the guidebooks and like put together this like... I don't know, week-long itinerary of, like, basically my dream itinerary of what I would want to do if I went to New Orleans yes. again with, like, 
you know, unlimited budget and unlimited time, and then I just kind of, like, narrowed it down to what was actually feasible. Yes. And they loved it. Because it's the best. So... So I'm going to read, actually, the entry that we wrote for New Orleans from our road trip Oh, journal. there's the dog. Uh, oh, yeah. There she is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to read the entry about New Orleans just because I feel like it sums it up nicely. Um, so this is our road trip journal entry. Just left Louisiana, crossed into Mississippi. New Orleans was totally charming and the food was delicious. Best things about New Orleans were the dinner slash lunch we had yesterday, breakfast this morning at Cafe Du Monde, and the jazz musicians we saw on the street last night. Oh, we forgot about the jazz musicians. We So there was one group in particular. I forget which street it's on, but it's on one of the main intersections in mm-hmm. the French Quarter. And it was this... Wasn't probably, it Decatur Street? Cause we I were think it mad, was Decatur Street. Because we were mad that they pronounced it Decatur, even though it's spelled Decatur, which is like a French word. Yeah. But everyone says Decatur, and it was so confusing to me. Right. And so we were trying to be like... French. French and say, you know, properly. And then everyone was like, yeah, only the tourists call it that. Yeah. If you're from here, it's Decatur. And we were like, oh, that's Yeah, so it was weirdly disappointing. Sad. But that's the only reason I remember that, because we had that whole conversation. Yeah. But I think it is Decatur Street. And I guess it's a group that plays there regularly. It's like 30 musicians on various brass musicians. Yes. And they are amazing. They played for hours. I think we sat at, I don't even think we sat, I think we just stood on the street and watched them for like an hour. Which is like, I I love that that's like a totally normal hobby in New Orleans. Yeah. You can just stand on a street corner and listen to a band for forever and nobody cares. They're like, do your thing, whatever. And it was just this group of like 30 people and like they don't have any written music, it's all like improvisation they're just like, you know, jazz jamming. The taking turns like jumping forward and doing quick solos, it was just, it was amazing. So good. I could have watched uh, that for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, so that was definitely worth seeing. And, like, that's the kind of thing, like, we love about New Orleans. Like, you just stumble across these things. And yeah. It's amazing. You're constantly discovering something on, yeah. like, every street corner. There's something else going on. Yeah. So then the journal entry goes on to say, oh, great city, obsessed with voodoo, ghosts, vampires, and the saints. Their football team is, like, a religion. That's true. We did it's see a lot of saints memorabilia. Everything is saints. Everything all the time. Uh, Which, being from New England and Patriots fans, we, we understand. But yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of saints gear. Yep. And then it, it finishes up, we said, also made a stop at a candy store and got a caramel apple, which we haven't had in years. Yes. Um, yeah, there is a, a little shop, uh, Southern Candy Makers. It's, like, right on the edge. I think it's on Canal Street or maybe the next street over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, an old-timey candy store with, like, these big bins of candies. And yeah. Just, oh, it was very great. cool. It's very, like, nostalgic to be in there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was New Orleans. A little, maybe, maybe perhaps overly focused on food. One of um, the loves of our life, for sure. Yeah. It's just a great city, honestly. Like, if you just need, like... It it doesn't even matter which kind of vacation you want. If you want, like, a total party, crazy, get wild, get drunk vacation, go to New Orleans. If you want, like, a really chill, wander around, listen to jazz music, eat some really good food, sit in a park, New Orleans is for you. Like, you can kind of make whatever you want out of New Orleans, and you can do some of each. You can do one or the other. It's just great. It's a very, like... It's just... I I can't say enough good things about New Orleans. Highly recommend and it was a good mix of people, too. Like, there yeah. were young people, there were old people, there were people of all ages in between. Because like, there's something for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really, really great... And it's really walkable, too. Like, they, they've got, like, trolley cars and they've got cabs and stuff. But, like, really, you can do yeah. a good chunk of the city on foot. Like, at least the historic and, like, French Quarter sections, the Garden District, um, yeah. was really walkable. I mean, we we loved it and we were both in our... 20s and our parents loved it and they were both in their 50s 60s at that point so yeah yeah definitely go and also anybody who's been to new orleans or lives in new orleans please send us your recommendations because we know there's so much more to the city than what we saw yes 
and we 100% plan on going back again. Give us food recommendations, give us museum recommendations, give us, yeah, I mean, jazz musicians, anything in New Orleans that you think we should see. Please email us at getawaycarpod at gmail because we would love, love, love some recommendations to see more of it. Mistakes were made for this part of the trip. Nothing, it's flawless. Um, I said nothing, it's flawless. It's flawless. The city itself is flawless. (laughs) I think our biggest mistake at this point in the trip is we were definitely getting a little sloppy with our documentation. Yeah. Um, Like, we forgot to take pictures of certain things, and then we had trouble remembering the names of them later. Yeah, like, we forgot to take pictures of things. We forgot to note down, like, specific places and specific things that we saw and things that we did. Um, So, especially because we'd both also been there separately with other people. Yeah. It all started to kind of blur together with our overall experiences yeah i yeah i do think we'd write down enough specifics about like where we were and what we saw and in what order yeah because i do i do forget i mean even just talking about it for this episode we i think we jumped around a little bit because we were like oh right that was day one and that was day two and you know and, like sometimes we have to go by the pictures and we're like okay we're still wearing the same clothes in this picture so that must have yeah. been the same day <laughs> yeah um, yeah i agree documentation i think for this this whole first road trip this 2012 road trip that we're talking about i think that was probably our biggest overall mistake yeah was not documenting enough specifically where we went and what we did yeah and then i think the only other thing i would say is not having cash to get into preservation hall and not having our debit cards on us at the time yeah um because by the time we like walked back to our hostel and then walked back we we wouldn't have made it in time to get in in time yeah i think probably Um, carrying both is just a good rule of thumb on road trips because you never know who's going to take what so it's probably good to have a credit card and some cash on you yeah well tune in next week for our next destination um which we loved almost as much which should tell you something yes Um, We're very excited. So. (laughs) All right. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.